straight in the Word of God. Somebody gave me a, an article to read last week, and I was, thought it was a great, perhaps, topic um, for the talk today. So we'll, um, if you open your Bibles, and we'll turn to John chapter 1, just in verse 1. <clears throat> it says, uh, basically, um, we are, this is sort of famous sort of terminology, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Uh, this verse 2, the same was in the beginning with God, and all things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was, that was made, and in him was life, and the life was the light of men, and the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. And there was a man sent from God, whose name was John, the same came for a witness, to bear witness of the light, that all men through him might believe. And he was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh unto the world. And he was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not, which was a real shame. And he came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to overcome the son, uh, become the sons of men, or sons of God, even to, to them that believe on his name. And that was the, the point um, I'd like to bring out in this talk this morning is about, um, it says he gave um, power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. It's the name of Christ. You know, the, 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 the Christos, the, the anointer, the anointed one, the Jesus that we know, we've come to know personally in our lives as we receive the Holy Spirit. So, uh, what I'd like to talk about is, is the names, the names of, uh, Jesus, um, and how they, they apply to us. I'll, I'll mention a few of them, but uh, there's a couple of scriptures I'd like to bring out first in Philippians chapter two, verse five. It says, let, this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, and took upon him the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion, in fashion as a man, he humbled himself, and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross, and wherefore God also hath highly exalted him. So there is the formula, of course. He was humble before men, and he set the pace, he set the example to you and I, and he was no form, he was of no reputation, took the form of a servant, and, and God exalted him, and it says in verse 9, and gave him a name which is above every name, and that um, at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven and the things in earth and things uh, under the earth and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God and the Father. And he, he said he gave him a name which is above every name. And as we follow the Lord now, you know, it's it's just the most wonderful story, isn't it? You know, it, uh, you know in the beginning it was just... Uh, it's about the Lord and it's just the greatest movie that was ever made. You know, it's, you know, um, our sister Louise in, um, 
New Zealand got involved with the, the making of the Lord of the Rings, you know, and got in the cast and all that. But you and I have, have come to know the Lord of the Eternities and we're involved in this wonderful story that's going to take us through to live with the Lord forever. And it's just a great thing. It's just a, it's just the beginning of the best adventure, the best movie of your life, you know. And uh, just in Isaiah, something else, uh, Isaiah chapter 9. Verse 6 is, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, the government, the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful. Yeah, what a name, you know, we've, we've just, Arthur's just arrived, <laughs> and they called him Arthur, and, uh, our Lord's name here is Wonderful, you know, what a, and it, it means, in, in the Hebrew it means, Pelé, you know the great soccer player Pelé, but it sounds like that, but it means marvellous, a miracle, it's a miracle, it's a miracle that the Son of God came down and gave himself for you and I, it's an absolute, it's marvellous and it's wonderful and it's our God and it's our Jesus Christ and all the people said, and um goes on to say, wonderful counsellor, the mighty God, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, and the increase of his government, government shall be, uh, and peace there shall be no end upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. And I've just got a few names uh, taken from, um, from actually the word of God. And as we've just, um, just in regards to the titles or the names given to Christ, and as, as, as you've just read, wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace, then he goes on to list, um, in order, it talks about the Adam, the last Adam, the advocate, the almighty, the alpha and the mega, the amen, the apostle of our Profession, and I, I suppose if going through all these titles and names and meanings is that somewhere amongst all this is, is your answer. You know, that Christ covered everything. You know, from our salvation to our health to our joy to our peace to our stability to our strength, uh, you know, our identity. So as we go through, he says he's our, our advocate, he's our almighty, the alpha, the omega, the amen, the prof- the apostle of our profession, the arm of the Lord, the author and finisher of our faith, uh, the author of eternal salvation, the beginning of creation of God, the beloved Son, the blessed and only pontinent, the, um, that means um, the authority or the dynasty, uh, the branch, the bread of life. Um, um, Lynn and Len would be interested in uh, his title there as being the branch. You know, I was made a branch manager at one stage years ago and I never understood what it meant, but I now I do. Jesus was identified as being the branch here, the bread of life, the captain of our salvation, the chief shepherd, the Christ of God, the consolation of Israel, the chief cornerstone, you know, the head of the building, um, the counsellor, the creator, the day spring, the deliverer, the desire of all nations, the door, the elect of God, the everlasting father, the faithful witness, 
the first and the last, the first begotten, the forerunner. You know, he was he was one the one that overcame the world. And um he said, you know, to have to have this understanding and this peace that he said, I have overcome the world. So have this peace. Although you'll go through times of trials and tribulations in the, the Gospel of John, he says, Behold, I've overcome the world for you. He's been there, he's been before you, he's the forerunner. The glory of God, God blessed, uh, God blessed, uh, good, the good shepherd, the governor, the great, uh, Pastor Steve comes in every time he sees me, either calls me the reverend, the governor, or the bishop. So anyhow, I'm, I'm glad about that. The, the great high priest, the head of the church, the heir of all things, the holy child, the holy one, the holy one of God, the holy one of Israel, the horn of salvation, the I am, the image of God, the Emmanuel, God, God's with us, and the Jehovah, um, Jesus, Jesus of Nazareth, the judge of Israel, the just one, the king, the king of kings. It says the king of saints, the king of ages, the king of the Jews, the lawgiver, the lamb, the lamb of God. It goes on and on and on, the leader, the life, the light of the world, the lion of the tribe of Judah, and he's coming back, and he's going to roar, and he's going to take us home, and uh, and he's hungry. He wants he wants to be reconciled with us, and he wants to show us the eternities, and what a what a day, what a triumphant day that's going to be when he comes. Um, the Lord of all, the Lord of glory, the Lord of lords, the Lord our righteousness, the man of sorrows the mediator, the messenger of the covenant, the Messiah, the mighty God, the mighty one, the morning star, the bright morning star, the Nazarene, the 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 only begotten one, our Passover, and that's why we're here this morning to to uh, remember that Passover, the communion service, and and uh, that we might have the angel of death pass over us, that we're now in this covenant relationship with the Lord. So a very important part of our uh, belief is uh, this recon- recognising the, the Passover or the communion service. The Prince of Kings, the Prince of Life, the Prince of Peace, the Prophet, the Redeemer, the Resurrection and the Life, the Rock, the Root of David, the Rose of Sharon, the Saviour, the uh, Seed of Woman, the Shepherd, and the bishop of our souls, Shiloh, the son of David, the son of God, the son of man, the son of righteousness, the son or the blessed, the son of the highest, the true light, the true vine, the truth, the witness, the word, and the word of God. And so there's a, there's a number of, there's, there's far more, of course, but they're the obvious ones. But that's our Jesus Christ. That's what he stands for. That's his name. That's how he, he's identified. Um, in his word, and that's how we, we, we understand him, that he's covered everything, you know, and he's purchased us, us at, at a great price. The, it cost him his life, but now we're, we're redeemed to the Father, and we've got this opportunity to, uh, to be called the sons and daughters of the living God. And um, just um, I'm going to make it a fairly short talk today because we had a, a big night last night, um, but just this... A uh, point I'd like to bring out here in 
the Gospel of John, chapter 11. And we brought this out in uh, in previous talks. But it's just reassuring that, uh, you know, you, you come to the Lord and you go through your your um, walk in the Lord and, and the meetings and, and through the years. And and I, I guess it was a little bit like this at this time where it was Martha, Mary and um, Lazarus. Lazarus had um, passed away in four four days in the grave and, and it would... Uh, it was beyond the thinking of Martha and everybody else um, that the capabilities of Jesus Christ and uh, his capabilities are far beyond our understanding, our, nat- our natural comprehension. We we tend to measure Christ with what we've already seen amongst us and yet Jesus said all things are possible. You know, and um, Jesus said to Martha here, he said, I am, I am the resurrection and the life. It's... You're not talking about anybody, it's who I am. I am the resurrection and the life. And he that believeth on me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die, believeth thou this. And uh, I guess that's the great challenge, isn't it? Believe, do you believe it this afternoon or this morning? Do you believe that Jesus Christ is the resurrection and the life? You know, in your time of trial and tribulation, your time of sorrow, your time of despair, um, Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. You know, anything's possible with you and I. You know, you, you can have anything that's according to my word. Do you believe this? And um, and that's our part. We've, we've actually got to walk in that faith with that understanding. And... Uh, Obviously, that's what happened as we continue the story. Uh, Jesus said, roll the stone away, and uh, out came Lazarus. And it's a great story, a very powerful thing. But, um, you know, we can come come through some very, very sad times in our, in our lives, but just remember what Jesus' capability is in your life. And the other thing, um, the other point here, there was a, um, a few things. Um, John Waltz were in the book of John, John chapter 14, just in verse 12. It says, Verily, verily, or truly, truly, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. So everything that's written here, we have that potential and capability. It says, And greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father, and whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. So he, he clarifies, he, he makes a really big statement, he repeats himself and establishes the matter. He says, if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. And all the people said. You know, that's our encouragement to each other here this morning. That whatever you'll ask in my name, in the name of Christ, in the name of Jesus, that will I do. And uh, it's extraordinary, isn't it? It's marvellous. It's wonderful. It's miraculous. And uh, the other point, um, whilst we're in verse 26, if you go to verse 26, it says, These things have I spoken unto you, being yet present with you. But, but the Comforter, 
which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name. So Jesus has come. He, um, he made a sacrifice for, for the redeeming of you and I, of our souls. But before he left, he said, I'll give you the comforter, which is the Holy Spirit. And I will send it in my name and he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. Peace I leave with you. It says, my peace I will give unto you, but not as the world giveth. I give unto you, not, let your not, let not your heart be troubled and neither let it be afraid. In other words, the peace that the Lord gives you when you receive the Holy Spirit is that not of this world. It's not the peace of this world because there is no peace. So he said, you don't have to fear anymore. You've got the Holy Ghost now, and that's most important as you've uh, been baptized by full immersion. You've buried your old way of life. You've humbled yourself, as we read earlier on. You've been obedient unto your calling, and you receive the comfort of the Holy Spirit. And that becomes your teacher. There's your guide and your direction, and there is your enlightenment to the Word of God. So that's, that's the print, that's the, the formula to salvation and, um, praise the Lord. And, uh, the, the Bible talks about how that these signs will follow those that walk in the name of the Lord. How that they'll, you know, it talks about, uh, incredible promises and blessings. And, uh, the Bible also, Jesus warns, he said, many will come in my name, but they deceive. He said, you look at the tree and the type of fruit that it bears, and then you'll recognize and understand the children of God. They worship me in spirit and in truth. He said, they're not going to deceive you. My word doesn't deceive, um, but it's it's a blessing, and it's, and it's wonderful, and it's marvelous, and it's his word. And the other point was um, in Mark chapter 9, verse 38. It says here, um, it says, and John answered the Lord, saying, Master, we saw one casting out devils in thy name, and he followed us not, and not us, and we forbade him, because he followed not us. And But Jesus said, Forbid him not, for there is no man which shall do a miracle in my name that can lightly speak evil of me. For he that is not against us is on our part. And I, and I guess it's not our place, is it, to worry about what the rest of the world is doing. It's what we're doing, isn't it? It's not our place to criticise other people, either Pentecostals. Why, why would you do that? You know, why, why would you do that when you've got Christ Jesus in the midst, you know, where two or more are gathered, there am I in the midst of, of you all, of us this morning. Why would we bother? He said, get on with the job. It's, it's not your place. It says, for whosoever shall give you a cup of water to drink in my name because ye belong to Christ. Truly, I say unto you, he shall not lose his reward. It's a bit like Rita's sister. She she knows where the blessing of the Lord lies. You don't have to tell her. And um, anyhow, it goes on to say, but um, it's not our part, and I like to sort of make that statement. You know, we, we, we haven't got the time to worry about what everybody else is doing. It's what we're called to do by the Lord. You know, the Lord's coming back and we've got to be ready and we've got to play our part. We've got to serve. We're called as servants to do a job, to take out this responsibility to the world 
and bring them to Christ. So it's a great uh, directive here from the Lord. Don't worry about it. Let's get on with the job. You've got me. You know, it's fantastic. And we've got the Holy Spirit, the teacher and the comforter that will teach us and lead us and guide us just like they did in the Old Testament. They had that cloud that they followed by day and night when they're out in the wilderness. You know, and it is a bit of a, a wilderness out there, isn't it? It's full of everything, you know, but we've got this this rock of our salvation, Jesus Christ. You know, he's the leader, he's the captain of our salvation. It's just incredible promises uh, to his name. And just to finish on, we've got um, in Revelations chapter 19. It's a, it's a huge subject when you look at the names of the Lord, and we've only just just scratched the surface. But if that doesn't mean a lot to you, well, what about the names of God? Jehovah Nisi, the Lord my banner, Jehovah Ra, the Lord my shepherd, Jehovah Rapha, the Lord that heals. So if you're sick today, you know, you've got this God, that's his name, that's who he is. He's the Lord that heals, Jehovah Rapha. Jehovah Shaman, Shama, the Lord is is here. Uh, Jehovah Sekinu, the Lord our righteousness. Jehovah Jireh, the Lord my provider, Je- Jehovah uh, Sabaoth, the Lord of hosts, and Jehovah Shalom, the Lord is peace. So, you know, it's covered. Your salvation is covered. All you have to do is simply follow the Lord. You know, and uh, you don't have to go anywhere else. You're going to have to do anything else. You you have your salvation. It's, it's up to you and it's up to me to to hang on to it, to keep things simple and to, to honour the Lord and, and, and to take this, this wonderful, miraculous message out to all mankind. And uh, just in Revelations here, chapter 19, verse 11, it says, And I saw, and I, I suppose this is a bit of a lead into uh, Russell. Russell's giving a uh, presentation uh, in the second talk here this morning on, on, on the book of Revelations. He's also going to continue that talk on next Tuesday. So if you miss out part A, and we're not going to record it, so you have to stay. And we're having... <laughs> but um, all our food that we had last night, we're going to uh, share um, at lunchtime. So stay, stick around. It says, I, it says, And I saw heaven opened in verse 11, and behold, a white horse... And he that sat upon him was called faithful and true. Now when we read in the book of John, he was, he was, he was referred to Christ as being full of grace and truth. And that's who he is, isn't he? Full of grace and truth. That's, that's the person you always wanted to meet in your life. Somebody full of faith and truth. You know, who can find a man like that with that identity? Full of faith and full of truth. Well, I've found those people here. And you're right in front of me, you know, and that's who we are. And that's how we are to portray ourselves when we stand for the name of the Lord, full of grace and full of truth. It says, and um, he was called faithful and true, and in righteousness he doth judge and make war. His eyes were as, as a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns, and he had a name written, that no man knew, but he himself. And he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. And we have it here in front of us, 
on our laps. Uh, this morning we have the Word of God. We have the power of God under salvation. We have everything we need. We don't need anything else. It's just we need to use the Holy Spirit within that it might enlighten us, it might carry us through. And all the people said, Amen.